I'm drinking a special drink. Uh, it's called beer. It's called Ooh, the yummy. Big Old Fashioned. Mm, it's exactly what it sounds like. Uh, yeah, no, it's basically just like a bunch of whiskey with an ice cube in the middle. Um, but we have this really big cup. I mean, it's like kind of like it's more a like vase. a vase. Yeah, I, it looked like a candle holder first when I first saw it. And I was like, there's no way there are candles that big. You would grow asparagus in it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's my asparagus cup for the fridge. <laughs> but, like, honestly, like, I feel like using vases as cups is, like, kind of underrated because it adds, like, kind of a comical silly factor that, like, regular cups don't really give you. You could definitely bring that to a um, an everything or anything but cups party. It's still kind of a cup, though. That, you're right. It's oh, it's kind of a cup. If you went to a party Aww. and the theme was like, oh, what if you were like a little bit smaller? <laughs> like, what if, like every- what if you were like, what if you were like 15% smaller? <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I have just the thing. And it's like a slightly oversized cup. <laughs> <laughs> and you can wear clothes that are just a little too big. Yeah, just buy a set of like extra, extra large clothes, double X. I'm still hung up on the everything but cups. Part. Like, like, is everybody just showing up with bowls? We'll see. What I brought to that party was a uh, a Buddha sake uh, bottle. Oh, or like a box. It was like literally a, a bottle, bottle. Is basically a cup. Let's not. No, say. but it was a bottle. It was like a porcelain Buddha that had been hollowed out on the inside with a little cork on the top mm-hmm. that you could put sake in. You know what would have been cool? And it was mainly Jabuda in secondary use as a bottle. Piggy bank. I think oh, some, that would have been, been a good one. Somebody brought a piggy bank to that party. Yeah, that would be cool because the piggy bank, you could also shotgun out of it because it has a plug on the bottom oh, and the slot shit. at the top. No, so personally, I would be showing <laughs> up with that, um, the, the milk cow. Have you guys ever seen the milk cow for tea? Oh, yeah, that my mom has one. It's like, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like it's like it's a like cow. What? It's like what? What is a cow like? <laughs> so a cow has a handle on its butt that you can use it, and then you pour milk into its back, and then when you tip it, all the milk comes out the cow's mouth, just like a real cow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those uh, those candy cow things where you press its tail and shit comes out the back. Yeah, little M and M's. Just like a real cow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like cows. They are, I feel like they're like a cursed version of horses. Well, because from the front, when they have their like, their goofy little faces and their big fat noses, it's like, oh, they're kind of like a dog. And you can kind of like, I can imagine patting one and like flopping its ears around. Mm. But then like, like, as you start to like work around it, it's like, oh, this is like a school bus as an animal. (laughs) And it's just caked in its own shit. Yeah, it's just, don't get me anywhere close to the, to the back end of that thing. I don't want to be anywhere near it. Like what, what makes cow's milk so special? Like, why don't we use like, like horse milk or like giraffe milk or something? Like why was it cows that got chosen? I think they just make the most milk. I think that's the only reason why. And it's the most tolerable at the same time. Well, I think in a lot of countries, it's just goat milk. That's just what's available because they don't have dairy cows and it's cheaper. Oh. But like goat milk is also like slightly different. I think milk is just something people shouldn't really be consuming. (laughs) Man, the world of cheese must be crazy because there's like so many types of milks you can make cheese with. Oh, I I should mention besides soda, milk is probably my... I, I, I probably drink more milk than I drink soda. Milk is actually one of those things that is doctor's thought for a long time it was actually good for kids to have a lot of vitamin c d same thing and then they found out like oh milk just basically metabolizes into raw sugar that's why you like it so much oh that's fun that makes sense i think it's also worse for you than soda (laughs) than yeah i think a glass of milk at least i think it's a glass of milk and a glass of apple juice are like worse than soda 
because they have like more concentrated no they're even they're all even there was like some like soda guy or like big milk or whatever (laughs) set the sugar content levels and that all other drinks follow yeah big milk he told the cows how much sugar to put in the milk (laughs) (laughs) yeah i have about two glasses of milk a day at least i have i have 12 ounces of milk i don't know how many glasses that is it's like one and a half i guess I probably yeah, sixteen ounces for me at least. At the very least. I only do twelve. I'm a twelve ounce I'm a twelve milk kind of guy. I don't really do milk. I like then doing like my little potions where I mix all my different powders into make the ultimate chocolate milk. Not really a potion. It's kind of a potion. A potion is just like the absence of a uniform idea throughout the drink. It's just like a bunch of different things together. You mix things together. It's like a salad is a potion. And then someone goes, oh, this is really good. Can you make me another one? And you go, uh, I forget what I did. And then you like accidentally put in way too much something. And they go, this is weird. You put too much salt in the milk this time. Put too much rat poison in the milk. Yeah, you need just the right amount. It really accentuates the flavor of the chocolate. You're, that's ridiculous. My big, my big old fashioned. It's actually a regular size old fashioned. How like, easy? I just shrunk. How easy is sipping from that? Is it hard to sip from? Is like no, you just have to like? double. I couldn't. I couldn't single fist sip this. I mean, I could, but I would. I would risk losing my traction because mm. it's you can, like you got to palm it like a basketball or hold the interior of the glass. <laughs> oh yeah. What about the pinky on the bottom though? Well, the other problem is there's the condensation factor where it, the ice has gotten so cold. Oh, the pinky's pretty good, but then it's gonna fall out like this way. Yeah, hold it like like that. <laughs> the ice is kind of turned into like a jellyfish shape because it's only melting where like the surface of the water is. <laughs> the exposed part is kind of oh like my bulbous. god yeah it's so and there's a crevice going through the middle of it. it. Looks like a hamburger now. Yeah, I could eat that block of ice. <laughs> just looking at the snow and be like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> what if I, I could just eat that. what if I just ate that pile of snow? Nothing has ever been more disappointing <laughs> in my life than the day we made. Like fresh snow, snow cones. Snow cones, yeah. It, it, you, there's never enough syrup. Yeah, my parents were so, so excited. They're like, oh, we're going to do this. And like, we all went outside with our cones and we made our little ice cream cones. The snow was falling fresh. And we put the syrup mm. on there and it was just like, just tasted like ice. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> you know, you, you think something as magical as, you know, December snow is going to taste like vanilla or something, but nope. It smelled really fucking good, though. I'll give it that because of the syrup. The, I don't even remember the smell. Dude, at but all. think of the preservatives <laughs> they have in there that the sky gives it. I, I just think a snow cone is probably one of the worst things you could get for for coolness. It needs, it needs the, that gas station chemical that icies have that well, makes them look no, like just, uniform. Just like shaved ice is better, like Italian like, ice. Snow is at least 05 percent piss. No, oh, because all water is piss. <laughs> no, it's it's like it's like point like zero. You're thinking of the ocean. No, because this the piss evaporates. No, and it no. goes up into the, the clouds, and then it comes out as snow. The piss clouds. No, only the water evaporates. <laughs> it picks up smog. If you if you're gonna tell me there's like ammonia and shit in there, I'll believe it. But mm, not piss. Like a, all right, all right. You got me. Freshly fallen piss. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Nothing like the smell of freshly fallen piss in the morning. I, I can only dream, okay? Yeah. Don't eat the white snow. <laughs> it's all piss. <laughs> yeah, there's an episode of Caillou that I remember watching as a kid where they make uh, like delicious maple syrup candies in the snow. He pours like hot burning maple syrup into like, Ooh. Into, like these snow molds. Yeah. Oop, my neighbors are yelling. 
What are they yelling about this week? Who they, can say? Are they They're hitting? yelling about the most recent episode of Caillou. Yeah. They're definitely not hitting each other this time, right? I don't think they are, but <laughs> I, I do keep my ear open just in case. Yeah. That poor child with the whooping cough. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the three characters that live downstairs. The guy who's the guy who's like literally saying, "I did nothing wrong," over and over again. Uh, the woman who screams at the top of her lungs, uh, maybe six hours a day. You and should the, know what you did wrong. Yeah, and the kid with whooping cough. <laughs> those are the those are my That's how he speaks. This is his language. He's doing it on purpose. Oh, to be a fly on the wall. Yeah. I also like the people last night upstairs um, running up and down the hallway like they were playing a game of tag. Oh, that'd be so much fun. That's very fun to me. You should have went and joined in, man. Come on. Yeah, that's that's the thing I don't like about apartments in general is that you are completely exposed to the craziness that is other people's lives. I I remember at the old apartment, one time I like like exited out our door into the hallway and I I nearly got hit by a kid on a bike. (laughs) It's just in the hallway. Yeah, he was just riding his bike up and down the hallway. I opened the door. I'm like, what the fuck? It just sucks because people are so fucking weird. People are such weirdos. And if you live in an apartment, you have to like completely suffer with their like, oh, they're like, I just turn on this album every night at 4 a.m. That's just what I do. It's my white noise. Yeah. It's time like, to go do to Pilates bed. and jumping jacks at 6 a.m. Yeah, or they're like, oh, you know I get fucked really hard every day at noon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stall so people are always up to insane stuff. I'm here just like, you know, making breakfast and lunch quietly. And other people are like, you know, racing up and down the hallway with their recycling, you know, because they got to get their steps in or something or their their Apple Watch told them their heart rate needs to go up. Your Apple Watch just blinking run. Got to go. Yeah, I was playing Risk at uh, my friend's house the other night and... Uh, his roommate comes home. I've never met him before. Roommate comes home. We're like three hours into a game of Risk. Probably four hours. It's one in the morning. Roommate comes in with his girlfriend. He says, hi, nice to meet you. They immediately go into their room and just start blasting Blink-182. Yeah, fuck They're those probably people. blasting a little bit more than that, honestly. <laughs> God, I hate that. God, we're I just, hate that. We're just playing Risk at one in the morning <laughs> to, to them, quote-unquote, listening to music do they rent a house <laughs> no it's it's uh it's just an apartment building the third floor of an apartment building yeah that's always really cool when you have a neighbor that's like mm, i'm just gonna play music loud right now so would you rather them just like fuck really loudly <laughs> i mean at least you, then you know what they're doing and they're not just being as ab- as abrasive as possible i i would have rather they played the game of thrones theme song because we were playing game of thrones risk <laughs> so like at least it would have been thematic <laughs> and you know we could have had fun but oh what if they just like... played sex noises to cover it up like what if you start playing porn oh, over your speaker to like cover up the sex you're having you never know who's <laughs> saying what noises <laughs> you're like were you guys fucking in there? It's like, no, we were just listening to porn really loud. <laughs> oh, did we get you? We got you. We totally got you. Oh, it's so funny. Dude, porn is so funny, dude. I'm always laughing. <laughs> just pointing at the screen. <laughs> look at that. Would you look at that? Whoa, I've never seen that before. Whoa. And you cover your eyes. <laughs> You're by yourself. You go, you can't do that on TV. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Someone swears, and you're like, ooh, yeesh. Yeah. Well, calm down there. 
Yeah, like, this is a little too hot for television. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like that's how old people interact with TV. Like, I, my parents have accused my grandfather before of, like, they're like, you watch the smuttiest, nastiest shit on, like, Netflix. Like, they look at, like, his like watch history. Like, you watch his It's just any time there's, like, a woman in a bikini or something, he's watched it. Like, As, he's, like, the, the picture for the movie is just the woman in the bikini. Yeah, like, like, if, like, if there's a thumbnail that is just slightly sexual in the least... <laughs> sexual way like, like Baywatch yeah like it's something that's just like very like like there's a woman on the cover like, yep. a, like a beautiful woman he'll be like oh gotta watch that <laughs> my parents have been making fun of him like, Pulp Fiction he's like yeah he's up to no good he's just been, <laughs> it's like, he's an old man like you know he's probably everything everything that he sees it. on TV is like oh you can't do that on TV Whoa. C- continues to watch it yeah. this wasn't like when I was a kid <laughs> when I was a kid and I grew up and there were five channels and they all said the same thing <laughs> they were all I Love Lucy reruns they didn't even invent the rerun until, like, 1970. Dude, the guy that came up with the rerun oh, must have been like, holy shit, guys, I have the greatest <laughs> idea. He's like, why don't we just do it again? And they were like, no, people have already seen it. And he goes, no, they haven't. They were like, why would we do that? Money. Money. <laughs> and then television just became all reruns. And right now, television really is all reruns. Yeah. You know that new uh, Star Wars trilogy that came out? Is it a rerun? Surprise! It's a rerun. <laughs> That'd be so funny, just like announcing like a new like show and just, just having it be another show from like a few years ago that everybody forgot about. Well, they did do that, actually, with Percy Jackson. Percy Jackson? Yeah. Is he the guy and with the like Olympians? A... Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Sorry, I forgot. About Just the Percy Jackson. <laughs> they, they took no out the Olympians. Olympians. Was that's he the guy all. That that's all that was the, so you're right. It wasn't really a rerun because they they forgot about the Olympians. Yeah. Uh, I I always uh, filtered those books into the um, shit I don't care about um, category of the library. <laughs> Do you but, just not care about Greek gods, man? Come on. I didn't care about that. It's important. <clears throat> I also did read an awful awful book series when I was a kid called The Legends of Drune. <laughs> which I read like eight of before I realized it was bad. It sounds <laughs> and I was so like, familiar. I was like, oh, this is awful. Or yeah. Secrets of Drune. Give me, I, give me like a like a ten second synopsis. I honestly don't even remember. <laughs> but like they would, it was like Narnia, except they wouldn't go into a wardrobe. They would walk into the basement. Oh, oh. come on! And they would That's turn, such a they would like turn the light on, and they would take them to Drune, which was this like. I think this like sort of like Dune, like kind the of like world. Well, it was kind of like Alien. No, you know what it was? It was like Alien Narnia. Okay, I'm pretty okay. sure it's like Narnia, except instead of going to a fantasy world, they go to a sci-fi world. <laughs> I think that's the only difference. You guys okay. ever read Inkheart? No, Inkheart was pretty good. That was when like the books came to life, right? Dude, that was like right was when books cool. came out for me. I was like, <laughs> dude, this shit is crazy. Yeah, were you there on day one for books? <laughs> yeah, it was like the first time I learned like what a book was. My, first my third grade book. teacher was like, oh, hey, guys, we're going to like read books today. And I'm like, wait, books can have like cool words inside of them that I'm interested in. Yeah. Whoa, dude. <laughs> you seem like you probably really enjoyed Goodnight Moon as a kid. Oh, Is that the one where the cat night. jumps over? Oh, the- yeah, I fucking God. love that. Good I had a poster of that. The bedroom. Is that one was the, with so the cozy, cozy. bear? The Dude, the cozy so... bear. I don't know yeah, about the bear. The cozy bear. Yeah, bear. yeah, yeah it was cozy bear. I no, I, I fucking oh. lived that shit. That was my life. You lived that book. <laughs> no, I had a little. Uh, I had like a stuffed animal bunny from that. I'm pretty sure it was from that book. Dude, you that book is your life. I I collected like tons of. <laughs> I had tons of these good night moon rabbits and like they also they all had different careers. Like one, I had um. His name was like Michael Bunny, and I got I got a I got a basketball jersey from McDonald's that I put on him, and like he was like the basketball guy. McDonald's was giving away just very small basketball jerseys. <laughs> yeah, that's what their toy was. For, that was their toy. Their toy was a a, a piece of of, uh, of apparel. 
Yeah, I think, it, I think it was like Lakers or something too. It would be funny to do a, a fast food restaurant where the prize is like a t-shirt. Like it's just a balled up t-shirt or something inside the, the meal with the food. I, I, I feel like the cashier, the registrar, should get to shoot. The registrar. <laughs> <laughs> should get to shoot the, the person with the, the T-ball, uh, the T-ball, the, can- the shirt cannon gun. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I would hate to be hit in the balls with that. Yeah. Or be like Maude Simpson and get shot off the uh, the balcony at the... Do you, when they kill Maude Flanders. <laughs> I don't... Did I say Maude I Simpson? wasn't the Simpsons guy. And they who, kill, who are you talking about? They kill about? Flanders' wife in The Simpsons by shooting her with a t-shirt gun and she falls off what? the grandstands. <laughs> yeah. Oh, at like an actual... Okay. That's, yeah. That's... Wait, the people die in The Simpsons? Just Maude. <laughs> <laughs> and I think like Dr. Marvin Monroe dies. It's a lot less people than Family Guy. Jeez. Everybody dies in Family Guy. Yeah. Like Vinny, the dog that was played by uh, Tony Sirico, the guy from Sopranos. <laughs> Really? Yeah. You know the the I didn't know that. you know the brown dog they replaced shitty yeah. shitty Brian who yeah. we hate. Fucking Brian. We hate Brian. Fuck Brian. This is an anti Brian podcast. <laughs> Let's be clear, we love dogs. We hate Brian. Yeah, well, Brian because Brian's not really a dog. Right, right. He's kind of like a self insert for Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> he but really hates himself, I guess. Jeez. We do have a guide this week and this is anti didact the podcast about how to or we ask how come. My name is Ian. My name is Hank. My name is Fred. And Hank, what is the guide we are reading this week? Today, we have How to Be a Sorority Mother. A sorority mother or housing director is the chaperone and supervisor of a house of sorority girls. In this position, you'll be responsible for the house as well as mentoring for and helping the girls. <laughs> we gotta help these girls. Think of the girls. <laughs> They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> You'll need to meet certain requirements and have certain skills before applying for this position. I come with a very particular set of skills. And you're wearing just a big apron. <laughs> I will find them and I will help them. <laughs> now, I hope the sorority mother is kind of like a 1950s uh, Leave it to Beaver style mother that just lives at a sorority house. <laughs> I thought how it was how old like- will she be? Oh, I mean, no. So she's like thirty six. Thirty six. That's that's. But that's but she's in there. black and white. Wait, I oh, thought it was like okay. the alpha. So you can't really tell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always thought it was like the alpha sorority girl, like the one with the most like top of the hierarchy. The, the one, one that's the failed best. the most classes and is the oldest <laughs> and the biggest tits. <laughs> oh come on, Fred. I, well, I mean, oh, hey, Fred, come now. You don't think come now, You don't Fred. think boob that's, size is a hierarchical system? In sure, woman, sure. Woman sure. society. You can arrange people <laughs> by the size of their parts. You don't think they feel. It emboldened and, and more important than small chest. Fred, people. you seem to have forgotten the great civil butt war of the butts versus boobs hierarchy. People, <laughs> listen, I'm not advocating for either side. I'm just saying I think that they it makes them feel more important. Well, you could set up hierarchies for any number of body part measurements. You know, in fact, I might be the leader here, and in other places, you know, I might also be the leader. <laughs> See, I think it would come down to which sorority girl can make the best grilled cheese because that's that's their main diet. Like, if you can if you can control the oh, grilled cheese, you come can control on. the don't don't bring up this making sandwiches argument. Come on. Well, okay, I would argue a grilled cheese is not a sandwich. Girls I, don't go to college just to learn how to make sandwiches. They go man. to college Come to on. get more knowledge. Boys go to Jupiter <laughs> to get more stupider. That's the rule. Get it right. These are rules. Dude, but it's their Set it's the core part of the diet. If you get back from late night from hardcore partying, you gotta get a grilled cheese. <laughs> 
Oh, have you been part of a sorority before? <laughs> you know I am. This? I'm a sorority girl. I know what it's like. I imagine uh, sorority girls eat like most college students, where it's just Easy Mac, <laughs> ramen. Also, an extension yeah. of Easy Mac cheese. ramen, uh, taking an entire pizza from the dining hall and then running out with it. <laughs> Maybe some mozzarella sticks here and there. Yeah. Did they ever have mozzarella sticks at the dining hall? They did. Oh no, not at the dining hall. In the um, the, the little place downstairs oh. in the lobby. But when people used to steal pizzas down there, that was that was funny shit. Because someone would just go in and grab a pizza that wasn't theirs and leave, and then someone would go, "Where's my pizza?" And the guy would go, "I just left it there." And he goes, "No, it's not here. Someone took it." And that was like a twenty dollar pizza. And the guy would just throw up another pie. I think that's why that place kind of went out of business. Probably. Yeah, well, that's, want... that's definitely why ta- the Taco Bell went out of business for yeah. sure. Yeah. No, the Taco that guy, that guy who was managing that Taco Bell was not managing it. That's oh, okay. why it was running so poorly. <laughs> but anyway, anyway. Yeah. Okay. So. So you guys are both canceled, right? But I... Okay, that's fine. Okay, let's be real. We all know sorority girls is real diet. We all know sorority girls, right? (laughs) Everybody knows all sorority girls. I once saw a pack of 10 sorority girls kill and eat a zebra, including its bones, within 15 minutes. (laughs) The crazy thing is they can just chase it until it dies because they have way more stamina. Yeah. (laughs) Infinite. They have specifically formed jaws with powerful molars that can crush a bone. Strongest biting force on the planet. Yeah. (laughs) Not a sorority. <laughs> These non-Greek girls, they can't crush a bone to save their life. They can't even gnaw through the tibia. Yeah, I saw one just cr- crunch clean through a zebra femur. Hardest bone in the body. Hardest bone the on any femur. Body. <laughs> yeah, the hardest bone in my body. <laughs> Uh, so part one, meeting the requirements. You must be able to gnaw through a zebra femur. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, have a bachelor's degree. Most universities or sorority houses will prefer that you have a bachelor's degree or at the very least the professional experience equivalent of a bachelor's degree. Oh, I thought it was like kid, codename Kisnick store where once you get too old for like college, they kick you out of the sorority. Is that how old those, those kids were? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, so they're like 12. <laughs> yeah. Codename Kids Next Door, but when they turn 13... They get killed. No, they get, <laughs> they get like, kicked out and their minds wiped, but some of them get kept around as secret operatives. I thought they got oh. sent to the moon or something. Is that the negative numbers? Was that ever a thing? Yeah, I think there was a couple of that them. sounds familiar, but I don't exactly remember. I don't want to get into the lore of a TV show that stopped airing <laughs> in 2007. I've, I've had I've had the video, the entire lore of, of the Kids Next... What is it called? The Kids, Kids Next, Next Door? Kids lore. Next Door. Uh explained like three hour video in my watch later tab oh because you like, you really need like to watch years. that later you, got, you have to watch that later <laughs> in there dude. for years i was watching a video the other day about a speedrunner he's like how speedrunners broke jack three and i was like a game i've never played a game i have no interest in uh, i think speedrunning is stupid even though i watched them. and you're like mm, great content Can't <laughs> and wait to i watch was just this. sitting on the couch and i got like 45 minutes into the video i was like what am i doing <laughs> it turned it off <laughs> hate watching that's what you were doing no it wasn't hate watching i was genuinely curious but i don't know what part of my brain was curious <laughs> was it jack and daxter One because of, like, then these game? guys start talking and the man who was playing the game was such a sickly skeleton i was like i don't want to like be entertained by a man who like needs help <laughs> he needs an iv he needs an iv and he needs to stop playing video games <laughs> he needs some he's, saline fluids he's made video games no fun dude he, it's not even video games it's just jack and daxter for him he just needs to stop playing jack and daxter if he played any other game he would just fine. do the same thing he would just find another game and do the same thing it's his job this is quite the tangent uh to be a sorority mother 
<laughs> You'll need to play all the video games. Faster uh, than everyone else. <laughs> You'll need to have more experience than the girls you're supervising, which is why most schools require that you be finished with your bachelor's degree first. Do schools actually, like, interface with Greek? I thought they, like, weren't directly interfaced. They, I mean, they definitely give them stipends, right? They get money I'm from pretty the sure university. Greek, Greek life gets money from university, Ooh. yeah. Well, that's a good point, actually, though, because you have to pay a fee to, like, get into Greek life. Mm, maybe they're just so, handing the fee back to you. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they I should have, like, that. sororities for, like, for adult guys. old people. <laughs> they should have a sorority for guys. All right. We should go to college again, invent guy Greek life. Oh, GGL. dude, that'd be so cool. Yeah. GGL. Yeah. Sorry, ladies. This is a guy's <laughs> Greek life. No girls allowed. No no sorority sisters allowed. Yeah, but we still, we still have the sorority mother. Yeah. <laughs> should, oh, you know what we should do? She's our best friend. You know they should have done? At, so you know they did the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody? And then they did yeah. the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody on deck. On deck. They should have done the Greek life of Zack and Cody. Oh. Oh. What were they thinking? Oh. They missed it. They missed it. No. You fucking missed it. You fucked it all up. And like that Danimals like promotion that they used to you do. You can squeeze it. You can come to our... <laughs> Danimals squishable. <laughs> I didn't know you had it in you. The big old fashion be hidden. <laughs> I better squish that glass. Oh. My cube is split into two hemispheres, just oh, like my shit. brain. <laughs> you know you can do that. You can split it, you zip it right down the middle. And you can be like two people at once. Yeah. It's so cool. That's actually that. one of the things they look for in a sorority mother. <laughs> See, the, the, the two hemispheres have been separated. So that way, that way she can do two different things. That way she can be like the party life, but also the responsible mother at the oh, same yeah. time. I think the left, brain, the left brain can be getting drunk, having a, having a party, and the right brain can be thinking about like, how are we going to get food on the table for like the the, the needy in our area? Oh, yeah. oh, like one hand has the 40, the other one has the Pedialyte. No, not like that. Other, the other hand has, like, the donation box. The donation box. <laughs> yeah, like those monks. Well, because sororities, they have to party, but they also have to be charitable. Right? Those are the two the, Those are the two things. They have to be a boon to society, or else they'll be deemed unnecessary. Yes, and called. <laughs> oh, I always hate when it's calling season for the sorority girls. <laughs> I hate it at the end of the season when the queen kicks out all of the... The sorority girls that don't um, they didn't make up. the cut. Yeah, yeah, they didn't make the cut, and then they just like kind of mill around outside and succumb to the cold. Wait, wait until the the other sororities kind of gather them up. Yeah, no, they just leave to go pollinate flowers until they die. <laughs> yeah, uh, degrees don't really matter um, as long as you're more. As long as you have a sense of entitlement that and you feel like you're more important than the students, you'll be fine. Dude, imagine getting a degree in sorority girls. <laughs> you can only get that if you go to the school of hard knocks if you become an, a female body inspector <laughs> yeah. join the fbi man come on yeah i'm in the criminology department yeah i'm studying uh, to be a female body inspector yeah i i know it's a big deal i know part one step two be a single woman most sorority houses will not hire a guy to be the house director because they feel like a woman can relate to girls better. What? Dude, That's I can, crazy. Dude, I can relate to sorority girls just fine. <laughs> what do you mean we can't have Takashi-san as our sorority mother? <laughs> yes, I know he doesn't speak English, but I think he would have a great resume. He's so pretty, though. 
<laughs> the first thing you do is you go, there's going to be some new rules around here. And you put up like your waifu on the door. <laughs> Don't you dare disrespect her. Dude, honestly, I feel like Japanese sorority men would make a uh, Japanese, <laughs> Japanese sorority men. <laughs> dude, they would fit in so well because they go out drinking like every night, dude. Yeah. Oh, maybe there should just be a sorority for like businessmen. That's just bars. <laughs> yeah, but maybe they should have to live in a house together. <laughs> they live in the office with all of each other. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. I mean, my my cousin is basically a sorority sister. Who is basically my cousin? I like he he works like sixty hour work weeks, spends like three hours every weekday at the bar, and then. Wakes up at six in the morning and does it again. So it's like, oh, he's basically a sorority girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. girl boss, gaslight, gatekeep. Uh, in addition, it may be easier to a single woman as you may be living in a house with. Hang on, what is this? In addition, it may make it easier to be a single woman as you will be living in a house with the girls, and most places frown on having a live-in spouse. Oh, why? That's silly. But what about love? What about love? <laughs> no, they're like priests. They have to go the the way of like priestlyhood. <laughs> just, just signing signing a bill of celibacy. <laughs> Chastity belts required. Be a Jill of all trades. To be a sorority mom, you will need to manage the house, deal with any staff, provide support for the girls, and help manage the meals. Okay, I, I think I misunderstood um, the severity of Greek life because a house with staff... It's a sorority house that has staff. That's fucking crazy. Does that exist? Yeah, I, like there are, are there universities down south. Like, like we didn't go to Ivy Ivy schools. Yeah, Ivy colleges. I, I didn't like, graduate from Old like, Miss, so I don't know. Like this sounds fucking crazy. If you had like a butler or like a chef that lived in a fucking frat house, I mean, like have you seen the videos of like the 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 double doors of the mansion opens and. 50 girls are just like kneeling and you only see their faces and they're like chanting some some de demonic ritual. Oh, it's like it's like the, the one of the, like just some like popular rap song and then they all say the n-word at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's 50 white women and one black girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they uh I'm just going off of what I see on Facebook live <laughs> or, or wherever you catch your your memes. Snapchat. <clears throat> yeah, where the fuck are people finding memes these days? Twix. Twix. <laughs> Left Twix and right Twix. <laughs> Yo, they're printing memes on the Twix wrappers now. Yeah, Left Twix has such good memes. <laughs> it's like Bazooka. The new Bazooka. That means you know that means you need to know how to manage staff, counsel people, provide guidance, and have plans in place oh. for emergencies. Maybe it's staff with a pH, like the infection. Oh. oh, that's how they, they you have to manage the staff infections that will ultimately happen. That makes sense because that's never a good thing when it does happen. Yeah, because by it's, ingesting it's, small amounts of it, they can build up an immunity over time before they graduate. Inoculation. Well, it's really hard yeah, to like yeah. clean the wrestling mat that they have at the sorority house. The, the mud wrestling pit. Yeah, that, yeah. it's really yeah. hard to keep the mud wrestling pit yeah. clean. Oh, dude, the pit, the mud pit for the girls. <laughs> They're just like pigs. They need to, they need to yeah, now, like the... now you remember. You remember, right? You remember. 
<laughs> Stop membering, dude. We told you about that last time. Sorry, Ian. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping Hank edits out a lot of that spark. I, I had to. <laughs> oh, I will. I will. I, I really, uh, I was very drunk. I apologize for that episode. <laughs> I, I like the idea of having like a whole like self-sustaining ecosystem with like other forms of livestock for the girls to eat. Oh, is it kind of like managing one of those like ecosystems in a jar? Yes, yes. Because like basically, you want to build an ecosystem first, then you introduce the apex predator, which the is like, s- the sorority girl, <laughs> the, the snail, sorority, the, the sorority s- sister leader. Where the fuck we're going? No, that's the alpha, the, the alpha female. Um, the apex predators refers to like this species, I guess, of the animal that but, has been. But what's going to keep the sorority girl population <laughs> down? Um, they seem to reintroduce more deer, more zebra, more femurs. <laughs> Introduce more femurs to the ecosystem. <laughs> that will actually increase the number of girls. <laughs> <laughs> increase supply. Demand goes... L- lower demand? Because yeah, <laughs> the supply is so high. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, Yeah. hopefully it doesn't get to the point where they have like men in helicopters trying to shoot the packs of <laughs> roaming sorority girls. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Before planning meals, you may also need to be responsible for buying food and sticking to a household budget. You may also be responsible for household inventories each year. And you need to know how to do basic maintenance on the house. I'm just picturing like um, like a Rosie the Riveter type woman right now, who's like under the sink, like like with a giant wrench fixing something, and someone's like, "Trina, we're all out of Oreos." And she just <laughs> slams the wrench down. She's like, "Do I gotta do everything in this fucking house?" <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Can I get some help? <laughs> Somebody dry the dishes for me, Jesus. Trina, your, tr- your crack is showing again. <laughs> I, think, your pants I, I think Trina is the name of, of a sorority mom. Like, it's like a nickname, but, like, there's a more serious <laughs> name behind it. Yeah. Like, what, what, is, Ka- what I mean, is Trina Ka- short for? Katarina? Ka- Katrina? Katarina? Yeah, Katrina. Hurricane Katrina. Christrina. Yeah, I think I think her name's got to be Christrina, and she wears a, a, she wears a bandana. <laughs> <laughs> yep. She's got her sleeves rolled up. Usually has her sleeves rolled up. You can catch her in overalls maybe twice yeah, a week. jean overalls, yep. Checkered <laughs> shirt. Tweety Bird leather jacket. <laughs> All right, part two, developing the right skills. Uh, work on your professional hospitality skills. Part of running a sorority house is working with staff and managing them. <laughs> Much as you would like over that. a small motel. Like, oh, you got to make sure that the chef is, like, in agreement with the sous chef. <laughs> oh, so, and don't get HR involved, dude. Oh, oh so, yeah. Yeah, the human resources department <laughs> at the sorority. So here's here's where I'm kind of being confused. Is Aren't the sorority sisters kind of the staff of the house? Well, around here in, um, in buttfuck nowhere, <laughs> this is where we don't have big sororities. Yes, they take yeah. care of themselves. <laughs> They're self-sufficient. But if you go down there to uh, bumfuck Georgia, where yeah. all they have is sororities. Or like Texas or something. Yeah, Texas A&M. I'm yeah. sure that there's like a sorority there that has like 500 girls. Wait, what's the, what <laughs> was that? It's like a giant compound. It's like the fantasy factory yeah. for girls. What was the, um? didn't they have like a sorority for presidents? Like where all the presidents came from? Do you mean a fraternity? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we, we, we've just been saying that as a joke. I feel like George Bush seniority uh, fraternity, like, 
They got something going on there, dude. They must have really good staff. The George Bush fraternity. It's all about who you know. Copyrighted. If your dad is president, then you know him. So you like can how be crazy? President. Like, there's no how many other how many other dad presidents have there been? Like where it's like, oh, my dad was the previous president. FDR and Kennedy's. Um, is it uh, Teddy Roosevelt and Franklin Roosevelt? Wait, they were related. Yes, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he was like a nephew. Weren't That's the, crazy. Wasn't, weren't there two Grants as well? There was two Adams. John Adams and JQA, John Quincy Adams. John Quincy Adams. Mm. Who could forget the Q from John QA? QI. John Quadams. I forgot him. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The president is uh, just a. What do they say in Japan like about the emperor? Like he's just a figurehead? He's just a figurehead that's the commanding chief officer of the biggest army in the entire universe. The shogun. <laughs> yeah, the, the samurai. <laughs> yeah, Japan's huge samurai army that they have. That'd be really funny if they just sent in, like, classically trained, like, swordsmen. Oh, dude, it'd be, it'd be so crazy if, like, one day the aliens, like, made all our guns not work and we had to go back to using cool swords. I feel like if they made guns not work, I, I don't think matches would work or fire would work. Um, they, yeah, maybe like no more fire, no more cooking. Everybody has to eat bugs. They did kind of make a show about that. It's called the Badlands. Wow. Wait, really? Yeah. Did like, they have I, a part where kidding. they have cool, <laughs> sexy aliens with big boobies? No, but they. Spoiler alert! The very last scene in the very they last have sex episode. With an alien. Oh my god. They dig a hole in the ground and they find the first gun that's ever been seen in like three thousand years. No, <laughs> I can just imagine the first guy finding be like and just like shooting himself back. So then you would also need to find. What's uh, this? You'd also need to find a functioning cartridge. Yeah, it, it was a revolver, but it was like buried in under like twenty thousand feet of dirt, so it was, it was all caked and shit. That's cool that they did that. It would never work. I would never shoot a gun that I found buried in the dirt. <laughs> it would jam. Anyways, uh, you have to manage your uh, your staff, including your, your samurai. And your staff infections. Yep. Uh, you can also help plan events and make sure the house has the appropriate food and menus. Therefore, having experience in these areas can help you get a job in this field as well as do a good job. Good job, Ooh. For instance, having experience in restaurant management or event planning can be useful. If you ever worked in these fields, consider taking a training course at your local community college. Man, this is like this sounds like some shit you gotta study for. Yeah, how much do they pay these people? I think it's free. They just get paid in beer and sorority girl stuff. And Stanley mugs. They get paid in ego points. Yeah. Stanley I like them getting paid in Stanley mugs. <laughs> God, it's so funny when things become popular for no reason. And then everyone's like, I gotta have it. And then they have it and they go, Why do I have this? Dude, they're I'm like I I kinda got like a little bit of that sorority girl in me because like those Stanley mugs are kinda dope. I kinda want one. I mean, I, I've i had one for years, and it's just, oh, they're just mugs. It's like, just a big cup. Like, I've, cup. I haven't had a cup that big since, like, this one, I guess. What, I don't even know, like, what you're talking Like, Stanley Kubrick mugs? Is there, yeah, like, it's, a, it's, the, it's, it's the Kubrick cube <laughs> yeah. I drink water out of. The Kubrick cube. <laughs> uh, part two, step two, understand basic computer skills. To perform this job, you need to have basic computer skills, such as being able to work with Microsoft Office and QuickBooks, oh as well God. as being able to manage an email account and browse the internet. Oh my God, my sorority girl doesn't know how to use Excel. Oh no, she's going to fail sorority class. I got to really brush up on my ability to browse the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, if you can connect to a Wi-Fi service, like 
on a laptop, you, I think you're you're good enough. You can do whatever you need to do. No, dude, you service. need to understand uh, the intric- intricate shortcuts <laughs> of Microsoft Excel and Google Sheets. Learn diplomacy. Sometimes being a sorority mother puts you in a difficult position because you are between the sorority's board and the current members. Wait, dude, they got like a board of advisors, like those like stock people. I like the fraternities up here where it's just one guy occasionally comes back to try to party with them. And they're like, who the fuck are you? You're like a thousand years old. And then they just kick him out. <laughs> they don't treat the sorority elders very well. So yeah. you can't come back here anymore. Like there's no board. It's just a guy who goes, I used to live here. And they're like, okay. I remember back in the day when I used to drink. We used to get really drunk. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. But the board has decided there's going to be sorority layoffs this year. Like, sorry, you can't drink anymore. <laughs> yeah. Be like, yeah, we're not going to let a 38-year-old man uh, hang out with us. Sorry. No. You can't even come to the alumni party. Dude, I feel like the 38-year-old woman though, like they're like, "Oh yeah, she knows how to fucking party, dude." I don't think so. I think I think they'd be more hostile. <laughs> I think like 38 years old, you can't hang out with us. I mean, 38 is like the new 22, let's be real. Uh 38 is uh now when people finally get their shit together. You're still kind of a baby at that point though. I mean, yeah, the longer you live, the longer it takes for you to become an adult. That's true. Like the higher life expectancy, the the higher maturity. Yeah. I was like talking to my dad about this. I think it'd be so cool if like instead of like working hard now and then retiring when you're old, you just retire now and then when you're old, you just work until you die. Hmm. That's quite the idea. Put off suffering until suffering is existence or suffer now and I'd, die, I'd like, I'd die probably, in... <laughs> I'd probably put my future self in the suffering pit if it meant, like, you know, having cool, fun times you, now. You would do that. You would sell <laughs> your future self into the suffering pit just so you could, like, sit around right now. You'd be like, yeah, I'll sit around for a week, and then I'll, later I'll spend a week in solitary confinement. I don't know when. I'll eat this bag of Skittles now so I can never eat Skittles again. It's worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> okay, if, if it was like, okay, you don't have to do anything for the next 40 years, but then you, you're going to have 10 years of, like, being tortured. <laughs> you would, like, Waterboarding. I think you would accept that offer. You'd be like, it's yeah, because, 10 years like, of torture, that's okay. Torture is the spice of life. Without getting tortured, you're not going to be able to appreciate not being tortured. Yeah, f- uh, food at restaurants really tastes better after you're done being tortured. Exactly, yeah. Like, I love going to, like, a McDonald's or, like, an Olive Garden after I get my fingernails peeled. <laughs> it makes the pasta taste so much better oh. now that I'm not having my oh. fucking toes <laughs> oh. mutilated. Grated fingernails over the pasta. Oh. <laughs> Say when. Oh. Mm, I love the keratin. <laughs> You're just, like, sitting there with your arms crossed, very smug. <laughs> As he grates all your fingernails off. <laughs> He's, he's, he gets to the last finger and he, he like stops for a second. Yeah. And Did I say one? <laughs> <laughs> that must be the worst job at Olive Garden because it's not upscale enough where you would actually say stop. So I'm sure people just go there and act like shitheads and just let you keep going. Uh, they it's don't like, charge dude, you more for just, it, right? Just unscrew the lid and dump the rest of the pepper in there, man. <laughs> if, if a guy let me do that, if I was a waiter and a guy let me do that for like 45 seconds, I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to leave this here. And when I come back, I'll, I'll just get the cheese See, I would personally, I'd be like, let's just cut out the middleman. I would, like, lay down on the booth and have him, like, sprinkle the Parmesan directly into my mouth. Yeah, he would do that. It's like go, taking the Ron Swanson approach. The Ron Is that what Swanson he does? Approach. The Ron Swanson? <laughs> like, give me, give me, I, I, 
Give me as much eggs, bacon, and ham and sausage as you have in the back. And he goes to walk away. And he's like, no, no. I want to make sure you understood what I said. Give me all of your eggs, bacon, sausage, and ham. I feel like he's the type of guy that, like, if you, like, snuck up on him, you'd see him eating an entire chicken, like, with feathers and everything. He's just Dwight. He's just Dwight. He's but, Dwight, but cooler. Like He's not cool. He's he cooler than Dwight. He's not cool. He's cooler than Dwight. No, Dwight. Dwight's <laughs> awesome. But no, 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 Ron Swanson is much cooler than Dwight. You cannot, you cannot. No, I, I'm saying with Fred. Ron Swanson's like he's he's like the mythical man that doesn't exist. That no, does. no, and it's not just because he's more attractive. Ron Swanson is like <laughs> is like he he comes from the school of epic meal time. Like it's like bacon and bacon and bacon, and he's like, and I do the t- he's like, I do the I do the turf and turf. It's two steaks. <laughs> like <laughs> stupid. It's, it's, he's a dumb character. He's a stupid character. Don't you dare disrespect him. He's Dwight, my dad. Dwight has multitudes. <laughs> Dwight is multitudinous. He has so many different abilities and skills. But he's a fool. He takes care of his brother Mose, and he operates an entire farm while also working a nine to five office job. What does Ron Swanson Wait, do? That seems like something Ron Swanson would do. No, no. See, you know what Ron Swanson does? Is he sits in his house and he goes, no, lettuce is gay. <laughs> like, that's what he, all Ron Swanson is. He's a carpenter. He works with his hands. He knows how to do stuff. So is Hank Hill. You don't think Hank Hill is cool? No. None what? of those guys are cool. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> no, that, I, I don't like the epic mealtime school of thought. I really don't like it. I don't know. Dwight is more like the, but actually, yeah. Well, see, thought. I, I so it's like I, I sympathize with Lawrence Wong because, like, I I was born in the Epic Mealtime school of thought. Like, I've created the bacon weave. I've made a pizza monstrosity before. Mm. Like, I just I sympathize so well with it. Yeah, I made a bacon wrapped mac and cheese grilled cheese before, so I I kind of have to. Dude, I would. I made the most fucked up no, pizza Ron's ever. Wouldn't do that. Fuck you. Have it? you guys ever no, made the, no, the, the pizza no comp in that? Bacon what? wrapped grilled cheese. Oh no 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 mac no. and cheese grilled no, cheese. Oh, you gotta have a whole steak in there or something. <laughs> no 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 That's not no no <laughs> no no no. What you do is you take two frozen pizzas, you make the bacon carpet between them, and you put chicken patties on top of one side, and then beef patties on the other, and you get the ultimate hamburger. It's a hamburger, but the buns are also burger, and the pizza is also a burger, and the chicken is also a burger. <laughs> I call it the burger. <laughs> what we're trying to get at is Ron Swanson would be the best sorority mother ever. I actually do kind of feel that. I feel like he would be like a... He's, he's like very mother hen vibes. Oh, absolutely. He would care about every single sorority sister in the entire building. He would pick them up by the scruff of their neck and like then put them into like a little nest or something. Yeah, like when they're wandering around outside, he just picks them up and, and walks them back into the house. <laughs> they go limp. Yeah. He just carry them by the scruff of the neck. <laughs> One way to learn diplomacy is to take a class in counseling or terrorist negotiations. <laughs> As the skills you learn there will help you find yourself in a hard situation. Sorority sisters can be seen as terrorists sometimes. Honestly, like I feel like terrorist negotiators would also make really nice sorority mothers. Or um, TSA people who like look at your... Your shit and your. Have you ever been? Have you ever been felt up by them? Have you Have you ever been groped by them? No, no. Dude, they dig around in your balls like really. Like I forgot to take my belt off once, and like the guy. Your chastity belt. Yeah, my my chastity (laughs) belt. 
Um, and like, dude, the guy was just like, <laughs> he was digging deep into there. It was like he, the whole hand, like crevice and everything, dude. Did he tell you he felt something yeah. that felt like a grain of rice? And he said you should probably go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, you seem to have a lump in your left testicle. And I'm like, wow, thanks, TSA man. And you're like, no, sorry, that's just my testicle. <laughs> that's my third ball, actually. Like, oh, uh, I was just happy to see you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, that's actually my gun. <laughs> oh, I wasn't oh, supposed oh, to wait, say oh, that. Oh, no, I know somebody in the TSA, so I would never let that happen to me. Yeah, yeah. My favorite say, part no, is no, 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 I know someone in the TSA. They'd say, "Who do you know?" And then you'd say, "Um," and then they would just immediately jam their arm into like, your ass. You sorry, know. I need to give you. I need to administer a prostate massage. <laughs> you know. <laughs> No, I do actually know somebody at the TSA, though, who works in the TSA. Yeah. Does he work in the prostate massage department? Uh, I refuse to comment on that. It's so cool how like their job is just to fondle balls or harass old ladies. <laughs> just, like, I had one of those guys that, like yell right in my ear the last time I was at the airport. And Why? I was like, I was like, honestly, I should be arrested just for being angry. <laughs> for, for being frustrated in an airport. Yeah, feeling frustrated in the TSA line makes me feel like I should be arrested. <laughs> You're doing something wrong. Yeah. You're something dirty. But it's like, it's one of the most abrasive things to do right before you get on a plane, which is also abrasive. Well, that's why yeah. you sign up for a TSA pre-check. Yeah, I'm not paying them a hundred bucks to get I the TSA pre-check. Yeah, I, I always sign up for shit. the TSA pre-com. Yeah, I bet you do. Makes it go down easier. <laughs> oh, come on. It's not that kind of show. <laughs> it is that kind of show. No, my, it my shouldn't dad, be that kind of show. Yeah, no no, no more. <laughs> my, my dad used to know somebody who, who like, back in the day, like, in, like, the, Real, like like in the, the past, the, like, the 70s. Whoa, the past? What's that? Uh, it's Before it's I was born? The <laughs> way back the way back when machine. Uh-huh. Uh, and he, he was like, yeah, it, he would just take people's shit. Like, before 9-11, you could just, as a TSA employee, you could just, like, take somebody's shit, and it was gone, and it was just re reported as missing. I got his cool Nobunara <laughs> samurai sword, and I get to keep it. But now that 9-11 happened, I have to let the man keep it on the plane. Yeah, the, the flight marshal is allowed is the only guy allowed to have a samurai sword on the airplane. <laughs> it's it's hung up in the back of the, the flight cabin on the wall. Yeah, on, think, underneath the, this. the captain, there's like a commotion outside the captain of the, the pilot of the plane just reaches <laughs> for the samurai sword. Underneath this wakazashi. Learn the basics of diplomacy. For instance, if you're diplomatic, you can look at the facts rather than the feelings. Be honest, but gentle. Avoid spreading gossip or negative ideas, and get to know the people so you aren't so quick to make a snap judgment. Yeah, I mean, if I was a sorority mother, I would never gossip. I would never spread bad ideals. I would keep my sorority, I would keep my girls pure. They'd be the purest uh, girls on this side of the Mississippi. They'd be d distilled. <laughs> All my and sorority girls are pure, purebred. It's, oh, God. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, you're you're actually canceled now. <laughs> yeah, they're all made they're all made of bread. If you put them in water, they will dissolve. Uh, it doesn't undo it. <laughs> Uncancelable uncancelable canceling. Step four, know some psychology or counseling skills. When living in a sorority, the girls are going to come at you with all of their problems. Like a like a gun, like a loaded gun. They're gonna walk in. They're gonna walk into the bathroom while you're fixing the sink, and they're just gonna go. Tony told me to tell you to tell someone. To, I don't even know what girls. Gossip. Sorority mother, sorority mother, please, please play Russian roulette with me. What's like? What's like big drama at the sorority house? Uh, my 
roommate's boyfriend is wearing my clothes loves me and where's my bra yeah <laughs> yeah i think i think uh yeah now that i think about it what did people used to argue about uh people who had sisters <laughs> i killed the zebra i should be able to eat most of its carcass <laughs> <laughs> i made the final kill i should get the neck i think it's like girls wearing each other's clothes that's a huge point of friction between girls uh if, um, if one is prettier than the other one oh if they like, sleep with each other's mates like my, my sister used to sorry uh sister um for sorry you, sister she she used to make sure that like her friends were never prettier than her would she like take she, a bat like, to yeah we told face. us that like, yeah, but, but was she like oh, was, she, was she like doing things to actively undermine the attractiveness of her friends uh no no she would just only hang out with the uglier girls yeah but yeah, yeah, yeah. would she ever take the, uh, the the bottle of boiling grease with her <laughs> the tar and feathers that's what's in my Stanley cup <laughs> it's boiling grease it, it's still boiling like all day long the grease is still simmering and boiling you thought I was just drinking my eight gallons of water a day psych it was my oil <laughs> it's in my boiling vegetable oil. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to think of other other dramas. What are some other dramas? Uh, someone someone uh, uh, rode my jeep too hard and my jeep rolled over. Oh, she took my jeep pen. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, vape pen. My Snoop Dogg jeep pen. <laughs> yeah, she got it from Snoop Dogg. I got it from Snoop Dogg. Snoop Doggy Dogg. It's autographed. Man. It's autographed by Snoopy D. <laughs> She shows you a picture of it. It's just some guy. Yeah, it's a guy who sort of looks like Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Snoop Dogg's stunt double. It just like, looks vaguely like him. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> at, a, at a gas station. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, Circle K. <laughs> so you'll need to be able to defuse and disarm these, these ticking time bombs of gossip and advise them or at least be able to help them find a solution for themselves work it through knowing some basic counseling skills can help you help them and you could take class in counseling if you really wanted to but take okay. an international relations class you technically don't need to take any classes to be qualified for this so okay applying for a position uh, you can use websites dedicated to sorority moms or find jobs post resumes such as this one sororitymoms.com slash jobs which we're gonna go to dude it must be so hard to birth all those sorority girls oh yeah <clears throat> like yeah, their litters must be huge it's a hell of a pregnancy term jeez yeah <laughs> 18 years. <laughs> so they're like, they're just <laughs> it's doubled. Okay, I think this website might actually be like bogus. No, nah, it's not loading. Oh, oh up, up, speak of the devil, and she shall appear. Oh, there's no uh, listings. Oh my no. god, does it know where men? Well, it just means that all this, uh, every sorority position in the world is filled right now. There's no possible openings for anybody yeah all the all the sorority moms have been found <laughs> they've all been reunited with their sorority girls well that's the thing if once a, a sorority mother starts to decline and kind of kind of get aged out a new one gets birthed and they have to fight to the death oh to, yeah to become the new sorority mother what are you doing dude hey Dude, clicky teeth is just 
fucking jumping all over the shit. <laughs> you cookie, you click your teeth, man. Yeah, Fred and I came up with a new nickname for the cat earlier. Well, he was clicking his teeth. We called him Clicky Teeth. <laughs> he was doing a big yawn. And oh, his hello. teeth clicked when he closed his mouth. <laughs> so now he's Clicky Teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call him that the next time I just walk in the door. Hey, oh, Clicky Teeth. <laughs> It's only funny when I hear it. When I say it, it's not that funny. But then when I hear it, it's really funny. Oh, little quickie, little quickie clicky. Mm, not you. <laughs> Up next, you have to interview for the position. Most boards are looking for someone who's smart and capable, but also has the enthusiasm to work with young adults. What about d- the dumb and incapable among us? Like, How are we going to hold up? We just won't be part of the hiring process. I think dumb and incapable might be the worst uh, character traits to have. <laughs> yeah, you have Most, to like memorize all of the like sorority mother interview questions they do. Like dumb and capable is like the guy who can follow every instruction, but like can't yeah. do any thinking for himself. He can follow a recipe. Yeah, and then like smart and incapable, they're at least smart enough to tell other people what they should do. But like, if you have both of those things, you're mm. you're fucked. You're really screwed. You dumb can't take instructions, and you can't tell anyone to do anything. <laughs> Man, nothing's ever gonna get done. You can't be the leadership or the underling. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> you don't fit in anywhere in the hierarchy. <laughs> you're kind of like a sigma. Oh, oh, callback. Ooh. In other words, it's important to show enthusiasm when talking about working with college students. Smile and show your tone of voice that you are looking forward to it. In addition to what you are saying, smile and show your tone of voice. <laughs> ah, ah. Oh, that's literally what the sentence. I thought I fucked it up, but I'm like, no, that's literally what the sentence is. Show your tone of voice with your tone of voice. Ah, <laughs> you have to show that you're looking forward to it. Show your enthusiasm. In addition to Ooh. what you were saying. Oh, oh, the nest making step. I think if you ever make that sound in an interview, you've you've failed the interview. If you go, <laughs> like, like pointing to yourself, <laughs> yeah. If you ever make that noise, it's over. <laughs> you might as well leave. Have you ever? Has anybody here actually interviewed somebody before? No, no. I've been interviewed, yeah. but never interviewed somebody else. Right, right. I think it would be fun to be on the other side where you have all the power. Yeah. Oh, you can make them answer funny trick questions. (laughs) Ask the worst possible questions. If you could be any animal, what animal would you be? (laughs) If you could be a ball, what kind of ball would you be? Just whatever he says, just be like, "Mm." hmm. I would be a beach ball because I'm big and hollow. Just make a face and then you you write something down. And then (laughs) you scribble something. That's not what we're really looking for. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you have a doctorate? Hmm. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's kind of minus. And then minus. The, the thing they wrote on the paper was uh, too smart. <laughs> Overqualified. Uh, where the fuck were we? I saw a fucking guy online the other day complaining about how he couldn't get a job because he's overqualified. And everyone was like, stop putting that qualification on your fucking resume. <laughs> yeah, they don't care like, if you lie. Like, why don't you just say that you didn't have a job? Like, just fuck. Like, oh, you're, you're overqualified. It's like, just don't give them a resume. <laughs> You know, like tell them you, you just work odd jobs. Or if something. you just show up to Wendy's that. and be like, just I'm gonna make a burger, give me money, they'll probably let you. Yeah, uh, or Taco Bell, apparently. A to- why? I can't believe Taco Bell is like hitting the shit so hard, dude. It's so bad. I'm so Wait, sad what do you about mean? it. They, f- they got rid of their combo box. You can't what? DoorDash the beefy five layer anymore. Well, that's your fault. That's my fault. <laughs> yeah, because you're door dashing uh, cheap food. Okay, if somebody was like, what would you rather do? Pay $6 or pay like. 
30 minutes of driving in a car to Taco Bell. Like, I'm going to pay $6 for that. It's only 30 minutes because you're hungry during rush hour. I'm always hungry. That's when dinner time is. It's rush hour. I'm hungry during rush hour. I'm hungry when other people are hungry. <laughs> if, if, you, if you ate dinner at 7, it would only take you like 5 minutes to get to that Taco Bell and back. No, it'd be at least 15. It'd be at least 15. Which is less than... It was no to get there. Cause well, I then, win because then I have to and I have to wait in line. So there's another fifteen drive through. Then I have to drive through the Taco Bell. <laughs> you realize all these things still happen, and you paid more money for it. <laughs> but it's not me. I don't have to suffer. It's not suffering. You love Taco Bell. <laughs> I love eating it. I don't love waiting. You love for the ambiance of the restaurant. You love sitting down and eating there for hours. <laughs> okay, can we talk about that for a second? The, the ambiance ambiance of fast food restaurants. Every fast food restaurant ambiance has become the same, ex- except for Five Guys. Five Guys is different because they have a nice layer of I always feel like I'm about to throw up whenever I'm in a Five Guys, mostly because I eat so much food and milkshakes that I actually <laughs> yeah. do almost throw up. I, I thought you were going to say because every time you've been to Five Guys, you've been drunk, because that's <laughs> how my Five Guys experience is. <laughs> that, okay, yeah, to be fair, that is pretty similar. The drunk burger. There, I've been to Five Guys sober like once or twice. When there was a Five Guys in downtown, every time we went drinking down there, I would end up at, at Five Guys. <laughs> and I'd be like, Inevitably. I'd be eating like, like literally the wettest grossest sub <laughs> like a sub that i didn't realize was covered in oil and also the, all the vegetables still had water on them because they didn't drain them right <laughs> were there subs at five guys too i thought it was just burgers oh not five guys what am i thinking of um subway no no uh, not super super no it's a chain is it like firehouse subs Sub- uh d'angelo's <laughs> no fuck what am i thinking of fuck d'angelo's yeah bro. downtown i have no idea oh it was there for, for uh, jimmy john's it was jimmy, jimmy john's oh, fucking oh jimmy my god that was oh the restaurant where the guy was assassinated yeah, unbelievable no, no i've been to five guys uh for burgers and stuff i i, re- I realize now i've confused it. <laughs> but jimmy yeah someone was stabbed to death at that jimmy Jesus. john's <laughs> in the head like no i think he was oh shot in the god. head oh I couldn't remember if he was stabbed in the head or shot in the head. <laughs> they fucked up his head, that's for sure. I, I don't know if he died in there. Maybe he did. I think that he... He's the secret ingredient. He stumbled in there, and he was like, Ugh, and then they like, got to call an ambulance for him. <laughs> but they went out of business, because like, one guy comes in after getting stabbed in the head, and then all of a sudden, nobody wants to go to your restaurant anymore. <laughs> I think they were actually unrelated, them closing. I remember there was never a soul in there, which yeah. is why we always ended up in there after every, drinking. Every single time I walked by that, that place, the only people in there were the workers. Yeah, and it was always a guy sweeping. So yep. like, I think I just felt welcomed there. I was like, oh, look, they're just ready for me. And I would just, <laughs> just stumble in there and be like, yes, can I have an Italian sub? Not realizing that they were going to make me a wet, disgusting sub. And the entire oh. kitchen went to work making Extra your wet, disgusting wet. Italian yeah. sub. They're like, guys, we got a big order. <laughs> one sub. This is important now. This is our only customer today. We really got to make this one count. Make sure to dunk it in tap water as much as you can. <laughs> just like just like uh, Jimmy... Uh, no. It's just Jimmy John himself would have wanted it. What's <laughs> the hot dog eating guy? Hey, boss, we dropped a sandwich on the ground. What do you think we should do about it? Just rinse it off. <laughs> <laughs> should we replace the bun? No, it's the best part. <laughs> I'm not imagining. Imagine just like raining no, the, the sub. <laughs> no, that's the best part. <laughs> just raining the sub like a paper towel. Yeah. See, that's something a sorority mom would have to know how to do, like all all the mom tricks. Like, oh, if she can ring the sub to make it not wet anymore, <laughs> dry out your sandwich. Yeah, 
No, I was just more thinking a like... A sub is not a sandwich. It's one piece of bread. It's a sandwich. It's not a sandwich. It's a hot it's dog. It's more of a hot dog. <laughs> hot dogs are sandwiches. No, hot dogs are tacos. <laughs> tacos are sandwiches. Tacos not a sandwich. <laughs> a sandwich, you have to do the brain implant thing where you cut the two hemispheres of the taco. No, because you can make a sandwich with one loaf, one loaf of bread, one slice <laughs> of bread. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> with one slice of yeah, bread. You can't, you have to have it be two divergent pieces of bread. If they're, if they're connected, they can't. The bread needs to be like they need to be uh, propagating in opposite directions. It needs to be parallel lines of bread. If you, ex- if you extended the loaf, they can never intersect. Yeah, <laughs> they can't it's, be perpendicular. It's Euler's fifth postulate of bread. They're gonna spend years trying to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> My, this is a stupid tangent to a stupid tangent. <laughs> Have you guys seen the fuzzy dog theorem? No. no. It's this weird math theorem where they're like, you can take all the hairs on a dog and make them face in the same direction, like through brushing. Like you could brush all the hairs on a dog in a certain way. Okay. But they all face the same direction. Yeah. But it's not <clears throat> actually possible. Like it's one of those weird theorems where it's mathematically possible, but not physically possible. Wait, what? Why you just not? brush each hair. Just brush each hair. But there's a picture of the dog. And it's a dog with no legs that is like just covered in hair. And then the author's like, I don't know why I drew this. Like in one of the textbooks that explains it. It's, it's like, like this isn't actually what it would look like. They're like, who would who would make a dog look look like this? Dude, people would make dogs look so fucked up. Like through selective breeding. I'm sure there's some breeder somewhere that has done that accidentally at some point in the history of dog grooming. It's like, oh my god, every hair is going in the same direction. It's a non Euclidean dog. I think the way that anim- that domesticated animals should work is you should have to draw a picture before you know what the animal looks like. They have it described to you, and then you draw a picture, and that's the animal you have to now domesticate. Like, because if you draw, if you draw a really fucking weird looking dog, like now you got to go make that dog through selective breeding for fifty years. If I had to domesticate giraffes. Oh, a mini giraffe! Oh my God, dude! It took so many generations to domesticate sorority girls. <laughs> All right, I think we can we can end all our tangents. We're we're officially uh, tying tying them all off. The ten tangents we had. Yeah, don't go to Jimmy John's and Lowell. You'll get stabbed or something. You got domesticated. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, yeah, we'll give you a bunch of food scraps and you'll just stick around. I hated getting selectively bred. <laughs> Kicked out the door. It's kind of what you do at a sub shop. You selectively breed bread. Oh my god! I oh yeah, even... you select oh, bread. I didn't, I didn't even. I didn't even see it or hear it. Oh damn! I'm high fiving you for that pun. That was great. Oh, high five! <laughs> All right, uh, you can interview for the position. Most boards are looking for somebody who's smart and capable, but who also has the enthusiasm to work with young adults. It will probably help if you were in a sorority, if you were a sorority in college, but that's not absolutely required. In other words, it's important to show enthusiasm when talking about working with college students. So exciting like to this. be working with college students. I don't even know. So exciting. So exciting to be working with these these uh, lovely college girls. <laughs> um, I just realized I'm also reading uh, exactly what Hank read before because it says smile and show with your tone of voice that you're looking forward to it in addition to what you're saying. <laughs> All right, you're canceled too. <laughs> yeah, Fred, you're, you're done. No more stand-up comedian for you. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to um, headline uh, massive stadiums anymore. 
or have Damn. a Netflix special. But I have a show tomorrow. I gotta I gotta be there. Yeah, you're gonna have to come up with a, a new tight fifteen. But I'm the headliner. <laughs> mm, you're gonna be. Um... Sorry, they actually drew a line on your head. Oh, you can't shit. do it anymore. And they drew with a knife, and then they, they shoved you into a Jimmy John's. <laughs> Uh, move in. Know what your living arrangement is ahead of time. You will likely have a small apartment to yourself, which may or may not have a kitchen. In addition, you may be required to work all year, while in other places you may only work nine to ten months out of the year. You may need to find a different place to live in the summer, for instance. Oh yeah, because sorority girls are traditionally migratory. <laughs> yeah, they they go <laughs> they go to warmer regions during um during breaks. <laughs> Spring break. <laughs> yeah, they always fly in the V formation. Uh, know who will cause you the most problems. Often you'll have more trouble with the the board than the the students. There's actually a couple extra does in there. I didn't read that on purpose. That's fun. Um, the students may come to you with problems and issues. But the board may also come to you with problems and issues. What about the the board? The, the well, the the board and the the students. Um, <clears throat> but the board will be the one telling you how they expect things to be run. That may not be true for every chapter, but it can make more life it can make life more difficult for you at times. The board can make more life if they choose to. Oh, that's what's where all life comes from. The board. <laughs> Oh, that's how breeding works. The board, the board brought you into this world, and the board can take you out. Take you out. <laughs> it can be good to sit down with both the board and the students at separate times to learn how things should be run and what's expected of you. You may run into a lot of unspoken rules that you'll need to learn to follow. Oh, the unspoken rules. I like unspoken mm. rules because they're so stupid you can't even explain what they are. <laughs> That's why they're unspoken. Yeah, they have to be unspoken because they're too stupid. <laughs> Nobody can enunciate them. Yeah, only the immigrant males can eat the bone marrow. What? Sorry, Immig- I'm thinking of hyenas. Immigrant males? <laughs> Is that what they call like the hyena from outside the pack that comes yeah. to, to fuck all the other hyenas? <laughs> well, no, all, all hyena males are immigrant males because they get banished from their colony and they have to go find a new colony to live with. Sounds a lot like bees. It is a lot like, it is a lot like bees. Except they're not trying to pollinate flowers with hyenas. Everything in life can be related to bees. Taxes, death. Hyenas. Hyenas. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. And setting boundaries. You know, like the hexagonal boundaries in a, in a beehive. Uh, <laughs> set some boundaries. While you need to be there for the girls, that doesn't mean you need to be on call 24 hours a day for every little thing. Have some me time. Oh, guys, we're having another production issue with the girls again. We're going to need you to sign on again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know all about that, right? (laughs) The sorority house is full of extras right now. (laughs) For instance, you can set sleep hours where the girls have to leave you alone unless it is an emergency. (laughs) You set sleep hours like when the girls have to be asleep. (laughs) And you'd be like, you you walk into the big... I'm thinking of like an orphanage in one of those like... 80s movies where they walk into this massive room with just beds everywhere. Yeah. And there's just like 40 girls. <laughs> there's, there's a nun walking up and down the aisle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Making sure everybody's asleep. Ooh, a convent is kind of like a sorority. Orphan convent. 
Orphan convent. Orphan <laughs> convent. Oh, orphan what convent. about a, like a coven? <laughs> orphan oh. coven convent. No, the OCC. The OCC. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. The board of the OCC has deemed you non-viable to the company, so you're going to be uh, excused. Bye. You're going to be exercised. Bye. <laughs> Uh, you don't really have to accommodate food allergies and religious preferences, but it's probably a good idea. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck them. Sp- <laughs> I'm going to spray peanut dust on every girl just to test her immunity. <laughs> Pepper spray is basically a food product, right? You can season with it. It's technically edible. <laughs> yeah, it's pepper. It's why right? bears love it so much. <laughs> yeah. I've been spraying everything with bear spray in order to attract bears. <laughs> it's not working for some reason. Uh, you may need to make it clear that you won't cater to every picky person, uh, but make sure to be as picky as possible yourself so that you assert dominance Wait, over do you the think, pack. Do you think that would work if you like sprayed yourself down with bear spray, like bug spray? Like, Do you think that would work against the bears? I think it would It would actually maybe kill you. <laughs> you well, clog all the pores. The skin, does well, I, it? I don't think you'd be able to breathe. Right, You're just running breathe, while you do it. We breathe through our skin, and if you, if you spray <clears> all of your skin... It clogs the pores and you won't be able to breathe. We don't breathe through our skin. Dude, honestly, I would you love to be coated in pepper spray. I no. think I would be so I powerful. I don't have to be kept moist at all times. <laughs> you, on the other hand. Sorry. I, I, I mean, it explains the swamp ass. Yeah, my swamp ass is calling. Swamp ass is calling. <laughs> it's what happens when there's not the adequate moisture. The call is coming from inside your pants. <laughs> oh no, your portable bidet has sprung a leak. Your hot scalding oil that you keep in a Stanley thermos. Uh, part last step, part three, step eight. Whoa! Find support. When doing this job, you'll likely move to a new community and you'll be living on campus. You'll need to support other people and vent once in a while. You might want to try befriending other house moms on campus or even professors who understand how rewarding and challenging it can be at times. Got to find a buddy. It's about, all about the buddy system. And. Uh, this was written by WikiHouse staff. Oh, wow. boring. That explains the, 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 the. <laughs> it was probably the, AI the students in the, the board. Does it have a date published? Mm. Might be at the top. Has a date updated. Oh. April 13th of last year. Oh, so AI was definitely involved. It's been viewed almost 50,000 times. Wow. So cool. Oh, send enough. fan mail to the authors. Oh, oh we got to <laughs> submit my question. <laughs> yeah, Hank, why don't you send a message <laughs> to the authors? Actually, the good old team at WikiHow. You know, I wonder if they know we exist. The, the team at WikiHow. Oh, I'm sure they do. A podcast of our caliber. <laughs> Thank oh, you for your words of praise. Your message has been posted as a kudos to the author. <laughs> Kudos. <laughs> just a, just a random email being like on a Sunday. It's like being, they're like, they're what like, are frogs? They're like, <laughs> what, is what are frogs? You go, what is this? And you're like, it's a kudos. Be like, who who did this? Yeah, the, the, the generated messages. Somebody sent you kudos. What are frogs? Well, I mean, but what are frogs? It's a very thought provoking question. It's like asking a monk how to clap with one hand. It's a meditative idea mm-hmm. rather than a physical subject. Yeah. Oh, well, we haven't done our bad advice segment in a, in a while. It's been like four weeks or yeah, something. So, <laughs> yeah. What, cool, what good you, on us. Do you remember the name that you called it? Uh, you, you made up a... You, you, I think it was bad advice of the week. No, no. It, it was um, please advise. Oh, please, please advise. advise. Yeah. Oh, good on you, Fred. Good there on you. There we go. 
And on this segment, on, on this week's Please Advise segment, uh, <laughs> we have some bad advice for everybody. Yeah. Uh, my bad advice for this week is always take the urinal next to your boss. Mm. And then try to talk business at the urinal. Because you want to you wanna broach the business subject before he does? No, you just want to like make sure that you're having the worst piss experience like of your life. Hey, boss. On purpose. On purpose. Okay. okay yeah. yeah. You're looking extra small today. <laughs> you <laughs> you, you want to make sure those those implications follow you out of the bathroom. <laughs> you, say, you have the worst day at work possible after that. You say, "Oh, did you get shorter?" <laughs> you say that right as you walk up to the urinal, or like if you have to use, you know, the one urinal's up high and one's down low. Yeah, one's for the kids. Yeah, like the one that's down really low. You go, you go. Oh, I'm almost touching the water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I stick my head directly into the water so I can reduce my putrid odorous smell. <laughs> or like when you're at the urinal too. Like the other thing you could do is like you know some people like they they like, they they pin their chin down a little bit, you know, so they can like. You know, position themselves or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you do that, but then you like also duck a little bit. Like you put your head like down, yeah, like kind of into the urinal almost. You, you curve your your shoulders over your face. You like point your dick like up into the air. Defense maneuver. Yeah. <laughs> These are my bathroom tips. Um, Pee on your boss. Assert dominance. Yeah. Check in with me next week for more tips. <laughs> my tip is that if you want to drink a lot of booze. Use a big cup so it actually looks like a regular amount of booze, mm. but you just look smaller. If Smart. it's big enough, Smart. it's not actually open carrying. It's actually intent to distribute. <laughs> <laughs> so you become a, a criminal at the same time. I've been intending to distribute my entire big fashion. Who are you going to distribute those two hunks of ice to after this? Uh, I'm probably going to reinvest my ice into another mm. drink. That makes sense. That makes sense. Reinvest my profits. Fred. My uh, my bad advice for the week is always wait until the very last possible second to do something, because then you get the most enjoyment out of it, and your procrastination monster can really can really bloom into the the See, being. You it, better not be quoting be. Big Mouth or some stupid horseshit on my podcast. What? No, the procrastination monster. Get that get that shit. No, out no, of no, here. no. That came from a TED talk, actually. No, it's he's true. It's right because. <laughs> Everything feels more interesting when you're procrastinating. Like, if yep. you were to watch a 30-minute YouTube video on leopard seals without procrastinating, you'd probably get kind of bored after five minutes. But if you're procrastinating and you have something important you need to do, you're going to watch that whole video. Yep. And, and, and the, the end product is always better than if you had just done it when you were supposed to do it. Exactly, yes. Like it, it's, it evolves into a, a, a higher status of existence. Yeah. Uh, thank you to everyone who reached out to us after our uh, our plea two episodes ago. <laughs> oh, dude, ago. I'm such a big fan of learning we have big fan. Yeah, it was nice to find out that we have fans uh, all across the globe. Thank you, fans. We appreciate you. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, I don't think I'm going to publish any of the stuff that I got on Spotify just because it'll publish your full names. <laughs> I didn't realize Spotify does that. Ooh, Most people ooh. have their full name on Spotify. So, <laughs> you know, if you don't see yourself published, I did get your message. Just, just know that. Big thanks. Big thanks. Um, and if you have something to send to us, you can send it to magnamorphous at gmail.com. You can send us a guide. Uh, you can send us uh, adulation. Is that a good thing when someone... Agi- agitation? Well, we don't... We, they can send us congratulations, too, I guess. Yeah, but we didn't do anything. Yeah, don't send us <laughs> agitation. Don't be agitated with us. Yeah. Um, 
and tell your friends about us. We're a growing network. It would be nice mm. to have a bigger viewer base. Not that we don't appreciate not, the not one too that we big, have. Not too big that we get scared, but yeah. just enough of a big viewer base so we feel good. Let us cook. We keep saying viewer. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's not a they're, video podcast. Looking at why, do I say, why do we always say that? What is wrong with us? They're looking at the screens when they press play, okay? Okay, that's all I got. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye. dot org the whole shebang